Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns and uh, I thought I'd talk about limitations today because they're kind of a present a situation for me. Uh, yesterday I went for a walk up what we call the mount at Mount Maunganui. Uh, it's called a mount but it's not, it's a hill. Probably takes an hour to get up and down so um, but that's what we call it and because I don't have cartilage on my knees uh, it's kind of painful. So I got down in quite a lot of pain, but I'm still going to do it anyway, just because I can. <laughs> and I did have a wonderful time meeting lots of people. <clears throat> and so we got back and had another coffee. But anyway, so limitations are, they're always there. And I remember when we had the lockdowns, and initially I got really mad because I don't like being locked down. I kind of like my own autonomy. So I got mad, then I got angry, and then I thought, this is silly. So I just went out on my bike every day uh, for several hours and got fit. And so I stopped being angry. But the people trying to make me lock down, they're the ones that got angry. So I transferred the anger to them, and that was quite fun. And I discovered or realized, and hundreds of the rest of us did too, that the police don't like getting out of their cars. And so in Brisbane, it's quite neat because there's, I don't know, probably 100 miles of cycle and walking track that aren't anywhere, aren't accessible by car. And so there were hundreds of Brisbaneites out during lockdown, but not being locked down with their pushing their pushchairs on their bikes and running and doing all sorts of nice physical things in the, the eternal sunshine that's Brisbane. And so the limitation became a bit of fun. And for example, over the Story Bridge, which is one of the several bridges in Brisbane, um, on the side of it, there's a um, cycle and walkway. And there's a huge steel <clears throat> kind of fence, wally thing that you can't get through. From So there's the motorway, there's about four lanes, and then the cycleway, and there's a, you can't get between it. <clears throat> so there's all these cyclists and we're all cycling over <laughs> a couple of times there were police cars would go and they'd notice all these cyclists out and they weren't supposed to be out and they were sort of slowing down and yelling at people and we would just cycle along going oh, whatever and um so behind us behind them cars were sort of being blocked and the, the traffic was being blocked and so huh, we got where we're going where we wanted to go way quicker than the motorists did because they were blocked uh, and it's not nice, you know, <laughs> laughing at someone else's um, misfortune. But we did. Because we had to make some fun out of the silliness that was going on with this lockdown. And so the whole limitation thing, I mean, we've all got limitations. And this kind of legendary story is of um, Achilles. So his mother did what all mothers do. And she tried to protect her son. And so what she did was she grabbed him by the ankles and um, dipped him in the Styx River, S-T-Y-X River, not S-T-I-C-K-X-S, uh, River. And I don't know how a river protects you from arrows and spears and that. But anyway, if you get dipped in the Styx River way back then, 2,000 years ago, it, it protected you. So... Achilles was protected, so he could go into battle and no one could get him. He was impervious. 
But his mother was a little bit silly, a little bit remiss, because she didn't think about the fact that she was hanging on to his ankle. And for some reason, she didn't want to get her hand wet. <laughs> so Achilles was absolutely impenetrable, except for his ankle. That's the only bit that didn't get dipped in the Styx River. And that's why we talk about our, 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 our Achilles heel, or our Achilles ankle, whatever it is. Our Achilles is a thing there. And it's also basically the thing that is our limitation. And I suspect that we've all got some kind of limitation. We're kind of, it might be our, our life lesson perhaps. And we've all got some kind of limitation. I've got my knees. <laughs> and they may get fixed one day. I've tried to go to surgery, but every time it gets stopped. And um, so anyway, and so I can climb mountains and then I have to suffer the next day or even suffer the same day, but it's not gonna stop me. Um, so I know that when I first got into this sort of new age stuff many years ago, and I've eventually crawled out of it, I'm just going to turn this a bit. It feels like a glary light. And I became very judgmental because I saw these people putting themselves out as healers, as people who <coughs> could fix others. And yet they themselves were not fixed. There was one woman who was giving lots and lots of nutritional advice and Ayurvedic health stuff, and yet she herself was obese. And there was one guy who was doing lot doing coloss what do you call it colostomies and all sorts of other therapies, and yet he was addicted to smoking. And so I became very judgmental for a while. And then it occurred to me, this took a couple of years to undo the judgment, I realized that everybody's got some kind of limitation. And just because someone's addicted to smoking doesn't mean they can't help you with your some other aspect of life. And it always amuses me that people that are supposed to help you with your finances are called brokers. I don't know, I'd rather not be broker than other people. But I realized kind of in that moment of undoing the judgment that everyone's got some kind of limitation. And it might be financial. And someone might be eternally poor but somehow still get through life. Someone might be eternally, might have some sort of health issue. Um, whatever it is. And you know, I know a lot of people have had all sorts of things from debilitating ME and MS and, and all sorts of things. And some have come through it. When I was in South Africa uh, speaking at an international AIDS conference, there was a girl there who had got had contracted AIDS. She had been raped five times. And she had contracted AIDS. And at the time, we thought AIDS was terminal. However, she proved us all wrong because... Her, she gave her talk five years after her multiple rape and she was in a sexually unprotected relationship with a guy who had HIV and they were both getting better. So she had this limitation of being raped which caused huge you know, um, emotional problems for her 
And on top of that, she got AIDS. But she got to a stage of being absolutely grateful for having the AIDS. Eventually. <laughs> because she said if she hadn't have got the AIDS, hadn't have been abused in such a violent way, she would still be a poor little black girl in, in Cape Town. Because she got the limitation, if you like, because she got the rape and the AIDS, it forced her to find remedies and find, and here she was speaking to a group of about 600 people, I think it was, an international crowd, and she was out there giving help mainly to girls, and she was, she'd become, she'd, she was working for the local council in Cape Town giving education advice, health advice to young people. And she would not have been doing that if she hadn't have got the rape and the AIDS. So we can turn our rage into gratitude with, some, with all of our limitations. So the lockdown for me was, I was angry, and then I got silly and couldn't be bothered with it, and just carried on and watched other people get angry at me not obeying the rules. The other thing that it did was, though, because my work stopped being in the classroom, because it was face-to-face -face teaching, we had to do it at home, and I just wasn't into that, so I just gave up work. I said, ah, whatever. And so it gave me space to learn new skills. And so I started making videos. And so I've got I don't know, 100 or so videos up there on YouTube. And so it gave me a new skill. And at the same time, a friend of mine, Jeff, and I, we created a... So one of my novels, we rewrote as a screenplay, and then we turned that into a um, podcast. We got 38 voice actors, and we made a podcast of that. And so I was trying to find a, <laughs> a producer now to turn it into a movie. So I learned a whole lot of new skills because of the limitation that was put upon me. And I know that a lot of people have gone through the anger stage, have gone through the, mm, you know, don't lock me down. And then somehow they've kind of softened into the limitation and found new ways and new skills, new abilities, talents they never knew they had. And a lot of uh, performers, musicians and um, ha, comedians, stand-up comedians, have gone into doing it on online and making their own videos. Um, and so the limitations, I suspect everyone's got one or other. So what is there? There's financial limitations. Some people are eternally without money. Some people are eternally sick in some way or disabled physically, health-wise. Some people have major problems with relationships, are continually in some sort of turmoil with relationships or not relationships. Some people can't get themselves into a relationship. That's another kind of Achilles heel. What else is there? There's jobs. People, you know, are eternally in a job they hate. They hate, they hate, they from one job to another. Some people have major family issues that just don't go away. They're endemic, they're systemic. 
and so there's that's another limitation another limitation what else is there I guess there's lots of others and some people have obviously had businesses um, I mean I've had my wife and I had a business that crashed and we lost absolutely everything we started again so <laughs> I've had the financial limitation <laughs> still here still surviving and you know it's fairly raw and recent to talk about but we've had floods in New Zealand and they have been horrendous and people have lost their homes and the government's trying to buy them out and all sorts of yeah that is a yet another limitation and some people will come out of that grateful some people will come out of it angry and bitter and so limitations are with us all the time and we always have them and we will never be free <laughs> free of limitations so we will never be free there will always always be something to hold us back and there are those who say that we're given these limitations as part of our growth that's a, a theory maybe it's true maybe it's not but I do know that the limitations I've been given have prompted me to learn new skills and with my knees then I've got into motorcycling I've got into bicycling um, lots of cycling and through it I've also met lots of amazing therapists that I would not have come across and I've learned a lot of stuff about the body um, and so I just think that we have a perennial limitation each one of us maybe we have some sort of constant limitation and while we might healthily spend time trying to get through it maybe we'll never get through it and maybe the the gift of the limitation is for us to find ways around it or through it to accept the fact that it might never go away there might be something holding us back all the time and when we can soften into that and find acceptance that I may never have non-painful knees <laughs> I may never be able to run again or my blindness or my deafness or my struggle with relationships maybe I'll always be on my own or whatever it is we find ourselves in whatever situation we can fight it we can try and get through it <laughs> but I would suggest that doing that in a healthy way in a soft way is probably more helpful but also if we can accept that if we perhaps we're always going to have them or it whatever the limitation is we might always have this horrendously unhealthy family that's kind of there in our background or I don't know maybe it's just a location that we're stuck in and, and we can't get out of that's unhealthy and we are stuck with political and other craziness and that is kind of a limitation and while people may fight that I suspect that's never going to change we're always going to have 
politicians, as they say, <laughs> the best political jokes always end up being invented, being elected. Sorry. <laughs> and so the world is always going to be insane. It always has been insane. So that in itself is a limitation. People have been brutal and callous and uncaring and unkind and just downright stupid. And people will always be that way. That's that's kind of a a limitation that we've all got. And we can fight it. And that might be our mission. And or we can accept that it's probably possibly going to be there anyway and just get on with our lives and not have that limitation kind of hold us back. Keep us in anger. So I think we've all experienced limitation in some way and we've got mad about it, we've got angry about it, we've got bitter, we've got mm, frustrated. And that is perhaps a little bit like the, uh, what's the Kubler-Ross um, process of grief. Um, I was a grief counsellor, so kind of aware of that. That a limitation is a little bit like a death. That we fight it, we fight it, and we get angry. And then we go, but oh, why me, why me? And then we can kind of soften into it. And accept that this is, this is how it is. So a limitation is kind of like a death. It's a death of what we'd really want. What we used to be able to do. And I know when my father was had his license taken off him because his eyesight was failing. He was angry and upset and depressed for a very long time. His self-autonomy, he could not drive a car anymore. He had to have somebody else drive him and that loss of control. And I absolutely understand that, that what he went through. And it's pretty similar to what a lot of people went through with the lockdown. We lost control of our lives. So we have a choice, I think, I suspect, that we can fight the limitation that we have, whatever it is, bodily, family, financial, relationship, job-wise, global, silliness, or we can accept it. We can strive to help alleviate it, but if we can do that without anger, if we can do it with peace, if we can do it with just a bit of silliness and joy, maybe this, the limitation may or may not go away, but we do have a choice to live this life as we are living it and make the most of it. <laughs> and um, I just choose not to have the anger because it really got me nowhere. But when I was able to pass the anger on onto those who were making me, trying to make me limited, <laughs> I found a lot of joy in that. It was really quite fun. So, um, what can I wish you? I can wish you the joy <clears throat> of acknowledging another limitation <clears throat> thing in my throat. <clears> throat> I can wish you 
the acknowledgement and the recognition of your limitation, whatever it is, and the, the gentle discovery of a ways either through it, around it, over it, above it, into peace. And I bless you and all who sail in her.